Welcome back to the Double Dispatch Podcast. This is episode one, and I have a very, very special guest with me today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, okay. I am Carly. I shouldn't say my last name. <laughs> I said my last name. Okay. You're going to have my last name eventually. That's so. true. Um, just leave a little bit of mystery. Okay. And I am Josh's fiance, as Ooh. you can tell. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. So we have a question to open this up. Okay. Open this. <laughs> Gotta open this up. Before he mansplains everything to me. Oh my okay. gosh. Um, what name would you never? Can I go first? Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> what name would you never give your child? Okay, I always wanted to name my child. Well, I thought you were asking me the question. Well, then I want to answer it first. What? Well, you just said. Can you? <laughs> you asked the question first, and I would answer it. Okay, fine. Answer. Okay. I would never name my child XA1232 or whatever Elon Musk's son name is because that's a lame name and he can't spell it and that's just dumb. He can't spell his own name? Well, yeah, he's a baby. He can't spell oh. like, it's like a oh. weird hyphen E or something. Like it's a robot. That's really weird. It's really weird. He's doing it to, yeah. yeah. I don't like that guy. <laughs> oh, well, I wouldn't name my child Mary Jane because even though I really like the name Mary and the name Jane and I really wanted to do that yeah. it's after a drug so oh you wow yeah. that is a good that's a great I point that I like your answer way better actually yeah, so I can't do it mm -hmm. well okay. the reason that I asked you to be on this podcast Carly was because I wanted to talk to you a little bit about virtual learning and I wanted to discuss um, the pros and cons of learning virtually we've both gone through the covid <laughs> pandemic so we've um had to deal with how normal, you know, school institutions had to uh, navigate this new frontier of learning virtually for the safety of America. So I am on the side of pro. I really like virtual learning and I wish for the future, I wish there would be a revival in education and we would really focus on being able to learn virtually. Mm. Yes, I would use that word. Mm. I really do not enjoy the current situation for education and I think that it would be a lot better if we could like use technology more in how we're teaching students and stuff. Really? Yes. I 100% okay. believe this. Okay. So do you have any questions then? Or are you going to teach me? That's a, that's a great... I, wanted to... What is your opinion on learning things virtually? <laughs> going to have to lower the audio level on that. That was so loud. I know. I, okay. I think that there's pros and cons. Like... Actually, for ear training, I think it's really good because I'm, you know, a music major, music therapy, and we do a lot of ear training. And I think ear training is beneficial if you do it online. Actually, I, yes, I would love, talk more about what you are doing, like, for your career. Let's, I, let's talk about music therapy. Well, music therapy is basically something where I can come in as, and use music as a tool to help people improve on cognitive, emotional, or mental things, or motor skills, anything mm. like that. Um, and we work with a wide range of populations. Um, right now, I'm still getting my degree, so I'm in year two, and I'm graduating early. Uh, I'll try to be fast. Wow, you're okay. so... No, no, we, oh, we can take okay. as long as we want. Okay. Don't worry about it. This is... Podcasts are, are like hours long. We don't have to speed wow. up. We're just talking. We're just chilling. Someone will put us on 2.0 Yes, and someone might, but that's that's Probably on them. Mother. <laughs> my mother would never. No, she wouldn't. She loves the podcast so far. Yeah. It would be my mother. <laughs> it would be your mother. She's You're boring. I'm skipping ahead. Yeah. Anyway, but um, yes, I, I know this, but I'm saying this for the audience's reason. I am, um, I am in computer science, and I do stuff a lot more sort of... You are more soft skill focused in your education than mm -hmm. I would say I am. You deal with, 
you know, you are helping people. And I'm on my feet a lot, Yes, too. but I am, like, solving problems in a more abstract way than you are solving problems. Because you have to, you know, really... You have a lot more emotion in what you do, I think, than the average computer scientist would. Yeah, it does depend on what you do, though. I mean, like, if I'm working with a client who can't read, mm -hmm. it's not as emotion-based. Unless it's because of an emotion. But, <laughs> right. Which can happen. I mean, some people get really nervous with that kind of stuff. Sure. But, so, it depends on what I'm treating. And, because we have to develop, you know, treatment plans and... Um, we have to like have goals. It, it has to be very objective. And if we're too emotional, then we're not recording data correctly. So we have to be careful with being overly emotional, I think. And but it, it is a lot of emotion. Right. So for that sort of, and you're learning these skills to like do this for your job. Do you think that you're benefiting by doing this virtually or do you wish you could do this virtually or do you disagree and think that I need to be in person for all of this? To I'm learn learning? it or to do it? To, to learn it for virtual learning. See, my career is very just hands-on. So I would say when it comes to the music aspects, mm -hmm. like ear training is just hearing melodies and rhythms and like different things and writing it down. Yeah. And so that is great online because then you get instant feedback. Mm. So like I started really improving in ear training recently because I've been listening to it and then writing it down and using online stuff. Yes. So the teacher doesn't even really have to teach. He, he teaches <laughs> basic concepts. Really? But he doesn't have to, like, you know, because it's only, like, a 50-minute class. So oh. he can only do so much. It's, like, once a week. So most of it's, like, outside practice. So for when you're learning music for mm -hmm. music therapy, you are doing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you need to you need to cover a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And you're, a 50-minute class once a week is just not covering that mm -hmm. for all those students. So, so the benefits mm -hmm. of virtual learning is you're able to get a lot of that at your own pace and you're able to sort of take as much time as you need compared to, oh, I got to fit all this in with my one... 50th of a student in a 50-minute yeah. class. Yeah. And I actually wish they made modules online that I could right. complete. It would be really helpful. So, yeah, I do think vir virtual learning is really good. The one time that it would not be helpful for me is probably when they're like, okay, you're going to meet with a client at mm. 10. You know, it's like, it's just different. Sure. And you have to adjust. So... To clarify what I my opinion of virtual learning is, I think that we still need to be in person for some things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there are so many things in the modern education system that could benefit from being virtual and not having to force themselves to be taught in a like a large uh, seminar style class, you know, mm -hmm. where you're able to. Um, so like technical things, I feel like are really good virtually, but mm -hmm. you're right, more emotional or social things is really hard to do virtually like mm -hmm. people aren't great at being able to communicate socially mm -hmm. or do social things over the internet because it's just too many layers of separation you need that body language you know like you, when you're dealing with oh, yeah. clients it's like how am i supposed to know what i'm supposed to do if i'm just reading it like text or even watching a video you need to be in the room for some things you know yeah. but in my career <laughs> I haven't had to do any of that. Yeah, it's all yeah. like, uh, what's JavaScript? What's uh, what's a uh, mm -hmm. class? What's how do how do these things connect to each other? Like it's all academic or mathematical things, mm -hmm. you know. Like I think math is so much better virtual than it is in person because mm, you get I don't know. really you just because mm -hmm. you get the instant feedback. You're able to like work on things in your own pace. If like, oh, I didn't understand what the 
teacher just said in this moment, I could just backspace and like go back 10 seconds and watch it again or reread it again. But like when I'm in a class learning math stuff, I have to pay attention the entire time and not blink for a second or else I'll miss it and they'll like go by way too fast. Like I think that's a really, that's, that's not the right environment for that. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's a really good point. And I think for a lot of people that's the case. But I mean, if you look at people with like disabilities or if you also look at people who you know, maybe struggle with math, who are just not naturally good at it, then they need a teacher with them one-on-one. It's like in the class experience, okay, I may not understand this, but then a teacher comes to me and says, oh, she's not understanding it this way, let me put it in this way. So some students have trouble when they, you know, listen to a video, and they're like, oh, that's only explaining it in one way. Like some some people need different approaches if for math, because math can be tricky. But I don't, I mean, I think... There's, I think you're right, though. If you're advanced and if you're really good, it's better to do it online. Well, I think that's a good point. Well, you, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of the, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like learning disabilities. I should say. No, well, y- yes. What I'm trying to say, I'm not wording it in the right mm-hmm. way. Is um, uh, if most virtual solutions for teaching people things, they will teach it in one way. You're right, and that mm-hmm. is a problem. But I feel like virtually, it also provides a solution to that. If one way of learning something doesn't work it's virtual, I just open a new tab and, like, learn it a different way. Like, there are so many different ways to learn, so many different courses. Like, if I don't, um, like, I was learning SQL from one, SQL is a language for, like, um, databases and looking up stuff. Um, So I was struggling with the activities through one course. I could just switch courses because it's virtual. I just, you know, search somewhere else. They have plenty of resources for me. I can just go, oh, I want to take this course instead and learn SQL that way. But I think what you're right, when you're saying um, most, like, for example, in Khan Academy, you've used Khan Academy before. I hate Khan Academy. You, and I love Khan Academy. Really? I would love, to, we're going to talk about this. But really? in Khan Academy, they teach you it one way, you know? It's like you are watching a video or you're reading an article, right? And, like, if you don't understand the concept through that, when they mention it in that one space, like, you can't, it, it doesn't word it for you in a different way. So, like, if you're not getting it that way, you have a learning disability or you're struggling to sort of understand it in the way that it's presented to you, you are, you're kind of stuck. And you would need that teacher to, like, present it to you in a different way, right? Kind of like it. But the thing is, it's so boring. What What's boring about it? You're just, you sit there and then the they tell you something and then they write it down, like, with their thin pen thingy. <laughs> okay, I just never liked it. I never... But isn't that what class in math class is about? Don't they just write it on a whiteboard and you watch it and you have to understand what they're saying? At least in Khan Academy, I can view it up close. I can, like, see exactly what they're writing. I don't have to, like, you know... I'm not, like, in the back of a class somewhere watching someone try to write it on a whiteboard. I'm not... I can rewind and, like, rehear what that... What Khan is saying at each yeah, time. but the problem was it always happened where it'd be like oh they just taught one part of the equation and then there'd be like some other element that you didn't know about yeah and then you'd be like oh now i have to figure out what this means but there's no video for it that's why i hated khan academy (laughs) so you didn't like it because they didn't have the resources for what you were looking for no they never have the resources i'm looking for it's never the right equation either i'm like what i can't even apply this so did you like look around the internet or try to figure out how to solve it or like did yeah. you look it up yeah they didn't have the right videos like it wouldn't have the full equation or so did you have to go it. out of your way to like find it somewhere else that wasn't on Khan Academy yeah 
that's the see. But, it but really you looked help. somewhere else virtually. But then I had to call a teacher. Oh, that's right. Because was to, this for your Ivy Tech class? Yeah, I took an Ivy Tech math class, which was all online. Which mm. actually was convenient because I hate math. There's benefits because it's convenient. I was like, okay, I'm not going to wait. With my degree, I'd have to wait till I was a senior to take a math class. And that's I was like, so lame. I'm going to forget <laughs> yeah, everything. Everything, yeah. So as soon as I got, I graduated out of high school like early and tried to take some college classes because I wanted to get married to this guy. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I got it finished and it was just annoying because, but the teacher was so sweet. I mean, she always answered if I had any questions, but like, I just didn't feel like I did my best in that class. Like, I don't know. It wasn't terrible. Why did you feel like you didn't do your best in that class? I just, math, I just do better in person. If it's language arts, I can do it online. It's like, meh. Eh, it's language arts. Yeah. I'm reading something. Yeah. You read yeah. and then you write, you know? You read and you write. And, and just, if I'm writing online, I can immediately spell check and I can honestly, we, we should be having people like submit their assignments online more because we need people to type faster, like forget handwriting, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like who, well, you need to know how to do it, but you need to know how to do it. But when you're writing an essay, it's like every professor I've had has mm -hmm. always took that virtually. Like I've never submitted like a physical paper on something. Like I've typed it out because we need people to type faster because that's what they're using. Sorry. I have an English, I have an English teacher who like, um... There's a hair on my hand that she's trying to get off for it? me. I, I think it's off now. Okay. Oh, wait, no, it's still there. Wow. Sorry. I can cut this out. <laughs> anyway. I think he has sensory texture issues. Yeah, I def... I'm... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, um... Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, mm. I forget. Okay, so one thing I don't like about doing online specifically is you never know if it's like open book... And you always feel bad, like, if you're like, well, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have, like, seen that equation, or what if that was cheating? Like, it's just always a worry. Mm -hmm. And so you always have to, like, email a teacher, so I did this, is that okay? You know, I just don't like that. It's not like that feeling, or that temptation of, like, being on your computer and knowing that, like, I could get 100% on this if I wanted to, and you know the class average is going to be super high, but your score is probably going to be a little bit lower because you're not cheating. I also don't like that unfair contrast it feels unfair because mm -hmm. it's just so much easier yeah. for someone to cheat that those who do mm -hmm. will just succeed and mm -hmm. be able to get past it but i feel like but, in that instance but are the we... lord helped me i didn't cheat amen amen so, to that um do you think the problem might be that the tests themselves if they're so easily cheatable by looking something up online then like what's the point of testing them on that specifically what I'm saying is... Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Why are we being tested on this if I can, can just, just look it up, it up and I can look up anything because it's, um, you know, I have my phone, I have a computer. In real life, if I was looking at this and I didn't know it, I would just look it up online. <sighs> That's true. And that is but, a tough... Yeah. But it's still, <laughs> it's still, like, if you were in a, a space where, like, it's, like, fundamental stuff for your career or fundamental stuff... For like like that you need to know like counting money well obviously like if I didn't I, I need to be able to count money without looking up how to count money you know what I mean so there's concepts that are right bigger you, than that obviously I think, especially like in a career context mm -hmm. I and it's this doesn't apply to everything I agree so you need like a morality mm -hmm. uh, you need students with morality to be able to get past mm -hmm. that temptation of yeah. um yeah of course, I, I will say sometimes, like, on, on my Ivy Tech class, what I really liked is they had someone who was, like, 
monitoring everything. So I didn't mm. have that like fear in the back of my mind that like I would be like, oh, I could cheat and get an A. You know, a like, lot of people don't that. like that monitoring style because it freaks them out and they're nervous and it makes them perform worse on tests if they know that someone's really? looking at them. Yes. Like people mm. despite like having your browser locked down, having your camera on, having someone like look at you the entire time. Like mm. people hate that. Mm. Got to make sure you're not looking at your phone out the side of your eyes. So don't even for a second make it look like you're looking around your room or else we're going to fail you. That's that's, tr- that's stressful, you know. I guess I don't know. I think it's more stressful <laughs> to monitor yourself, like, and not be able. To more listen. stressful to monitor yourself. Yeah. Interesting. I'd rather have someone say, "Oh, like I'm keeping you accountable." Sure. Like I want someone to keep me accountable. I wanted to go back to um, we were talking about how you needed a teacher to explain a concept to you, or like it just what they had right there wasn't enough. I needed someone to. <laughs> I needed someone to explain this to me because they were not explaining it correctly. Have you used um, ChatGPT to like ask any math related questions? I wish it came out when you were taking that test in Ivy Tech. But I used something else. You used something else? Like, uh, oh, like PhotoMath or. Um, I don't remember. It was. The website they used, like, it would give you the answer. Like, they had homeworks mm-hmm. that would give you the answer. If sure. You couldn't, like, get it. But I think then you had to do a different problem that was similar. Right. So you could see how the method mm-hmm. worked, and then you could take mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But it was really wordy, too. I'm like, please, give me as little words as possible and just show mm-hmm. me what it looks like in the different steps. Sure. So. In your opinion, what parts of education do you wish were online? We talked about ear training at the beginning of this. Like, could you describe what would benefit being online compared to not being a benefit i think there are some classes that are definitely more interesting when they're in person Hmm. but i would say like there are science you can do science online especially if it's biology (laughs) um because you can do like online virtual stuff that looks at cells which is actually really fun um but you can't do chemistry online so like i would say biology you do chemistry Online. No, because you have to do a lot of, like, you have to mix stuff together, and you have to... Right, in-person labs. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's that's more fair. of an in-person thing, and there's a lot of labs, and, like, different stuff you have to turn in. But, sure. Um, wait, what was the question? We were talking about what classes benefits, not just classes, like, what type of content is better administered virtually than in-person? Any class that's a lot of writing is better virtually. Really? Yeah, because then I'm just like, okay, don't give me an hour thing about, okay, just write out all the instructions you want in the paper. Right. Give me an example paper, and then let me write it, and then turn it in. Okay. Like, that's easier So, lots of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak into my microphone. <laughs> Literally, my ideas just come out, and I just speak, and those, my best papers have been written through just speaking on my phone. That's like, true. I have written nine-page, six-page papers oh, really imagine. fast because I'm just speaking to my microphone. Cannot imagine. And then when you're quoting data, it's really easy because you can literally just read the quote off your computer and then put in all the citations. Right. It's just yeah. so much less stressful than trying to do all this in person in a class where you mm-hmm. can't just talk in a microphone, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there, the different kinds of learning styles, too. Like, we have... Not, in the, in your case, you're using audio to dictate, you know, which is convenient. But you're also um, using, think of the learning styles like a visual learning style, the audio learning style, and the third one. I forget what the third one is. Um, Wait, visual, Visual, audio. audio, and writing? I think it's the writing one. No. It's not writing one? Visual. Reading, reading. Mm-hmm. Visual, audio, and the reading one. Is this a reading one? I think, like, you're reading good at reading text or whatever. Anyway. 
I forget what they're most right most things in school are taught using the reading one but like virtually you're able to take advantage of the visual element a lot more or the audio element a lot more I you disagree know with the audio element because it's not a learning style that you're a fan of or if it, like... well like if i hear a teacher speaking in person mm-hmm. and like i remember like emotional experiences and it's partly because i think it's like a little bit of a gift for my job i just really remember emotional things and conversations sure like, i just remember them better so sometimes if i have like an emotional attachment to learning then i'll remember it better that is a good point. That's a great point. Although I'm a really, I'm one of those people who just, I'm a very specific learning style and it's a weird learning style. <laughs> I'm and, serious. But it's really... don't you, and in your case, mm-hmm. a lot of that's in person for you. I had to learn how to teach myself because a lot of teachers didn't know how to teach me. Just So I just awful. had to figure out like, okay, I don't work this way. I know that I don't work this way. So I'm going to try to teach it to myself a different way. Mm-hmm. So I just had to go out of way and, and like, honestly, I just had to do it myself. A lot of it. A lot of my education, even in middle school, I had to do a lot myself. And did technology help you in that way? Or... Yeah, it was mainly books, but yeah. That's, that's another thing about virtual learning, I feel like, because we are able to help standardize and like establish the learning sort of experience for students when your experience is dependent so much on your teacher right now. Yeah, that's if true. If you have a bad teacher, there is almost... That's so true. You have to work so much harder, like mm-hmm. you, to get out of that... Uh, awful ruts of like lack of information, lack of experience mm-hmm. when at least virtually you can help establish modules, help establish practices, help us link resources together. It's like, hey, watch this video on this thing, you know, instead of mm-hmm. just being forced to hear this stupid teacher explain it that doesn't, you know, that is doesn't not, really know how to teach doesn't it. know how to mm-hmm. explain this concept that he studied for years or whatever. Like, how did you? So much in college. Oh my gosh, it stinks. It's so annoying. You have dealt with it a lot more than I yeah, have I because I've been able to do so much more stuff virtually that it's been able to figure it out that way. You that know? is really nice. Like, I've just had teachers who like I've had really good teachers, and then I've had some teachers I'm like, this is terrible. And even the way the approach is. Like, any time a teacher, like, uses a fear-based teaching style or is very, very strict, Ugh, it just doesn't work. That's just inhumane. Well, I think, like, again, an emotion-based person, when it comes to learning, it's very emotional for me. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I love learning. Love it. And We share that. I'm that yeah. type of person. Yes. <laughs> I, want, I want facts and information. Like, I thrive on collecting little bits like that. But when it's, like, just someone saying, okay, you have to perform this way and you only have this amount of time when everything's timed and when the teacher's intense and when you've feel like you're not successful and they're count, they're pointing the finger at you rather than themselves that's when teaching is like ineffective and that, like so too much of the know. human negative element comes in in mm-hmm. teaching i think human elements are really great for teaching mm-hmm. but like in that case that really just hampering your um your your flow like what you're learning or mm-hmm. like your memory like it's just so much stress being piled on you mm-hmm. like if it was more sort of sterile or being able to like be processed through like a cleaner interface than like mm-hmm. this person yelling at me the mm-hmm. whole time mm-hmm. i just feel like you would it would be so much more successful for students taking yeah. that i agree i agree so mm-hmm. i was hoping what i'm really hoping for is at the end of this conversation you would <laughs> believe that um the way that schools and colleges are being taught right now would mm-hmm. benefit from increasing more virtual learning experiences yeah. I think you're right. I think you make a really good point. And, I mean, it really has kind of made me think about it. I'm like, yeah, that would be really convenient if I didn't have to deal with a lot of... Like, I mean, it's very unbiased. It's super objective teaching. Yeah. So, yeah, I think in a way you're right. I think virtual learning helps remove bias. It's more convenient for the students that are taking it, able to 
access more resources than you might be able to uh, in person. And it's just preferable, I think, by a lot of the student body right now. But there are some main cons, mm -hmm. like... Um, Socially, it really hinders people. It is not great for social mm -hmm. experiences. It's very tempting to mm -hmm. cheat. Like, it's a big problem, and I, it's, it's kind of a difficult solution yeah. to figure out how you're going to get through this without cheating and, you know, blowing everything away by having a looking everything up on your phone. And right. I think, like, what if we did a mixture? Mm -hmm. You know, yes, we have teachers, but we have a lot of, all of our assignments are online. Yes. And all of our assignments are based off of, like, um, or tests are based off of, like, an objective online thing that can teach you and move you through modules, but we also have a teacher. A hundred percent. Yeah, I forgot why I was going to say that. There was a reason. Uh, you said something. The mod, uh, cheating um, uh, cons or pros to... Oh, for the social aspect. Mm-hmm. For the social aspect, because emotionally, when you're lonely and when you don't have people around you, it's dangerous as, like, smoking cigarettes on you. Really? You know? Yeah. It yes, really the negative you. effects of mm -hmm. being, yes. Depression and loneliness have severe impacts on the brain, and that's why our generation struggles so much with mm. depression is because we're so isolated, and we need to get out more. So, yes, we still need to get students on a strict schedule. We still need students to be in class, but maybe we need to teach with online methods more. In a lot of the cases, I think that um, you have some classes where it's like, this teacher is not even teaching me anything. It's just testing me and not giving me the chance to ask questions. Oh, yeah. Like, what if instead of that, some classes turned into, okay, here's content that you learn on your own, but it's virtual. And then in class, you come in to ask me questions. And, like, we will have a discussion mm -hmm. going. And, like, we'll be trying to get to everything that people are having questions about so that you feel confident that you understand the material One and I feel week. confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One class mm -hmm. a week and like you might have to open it up twice a week or something mm -hmm. and go through some modules or some learning exercises. I would like that, man. That'd be nice. I think that is a really amazing um, we have the technology to do that. We have it's mm -hmm. been done plenty of times. I think it should be the standard. Like mm -hmm. when I go to class, I expect to uh, not every class, but the for most classes, I would be like, "Okay, I'm learning this online. It makes sense." And I'm asking the teacher questions and they're answering me. And like we're able to discuss and keep traffic, track of questions online. And I still have that social togetherness of talking with, you know, the class. Because that's what, that's very social is discussing questions and like answering them. Like maybe it would be a small group thing where it's like, oh, I did not understand question one at all. It didn't make sense how it was being taught. It's like, oh, you need to, I saw it as this and this, you know, and then you're making friends that way. Mm -hmm. I really believe that we should at least strive for that like standard of a default classroom setting you know and maybe for like theater class no that's not going to work or something but for the majority of like common core subjects that should be how it would work mm. yeah well as long as there's that social connection then i gotta get people in class i think physical classrooms are still very much important and i for think the classroom should be very very focused on people interacting mm-hmm and that would be important. And not just sitting there and listening to someone talk forever For the hours. entire time. Yeah, it yeah. would be more application. Because you, it's so hard to keep yourself focused for that long mm -hmm. when I can hit pause and do something else and get, mm -hmm. get a drink of water and then come back mm -hmm. and be great and be able to keep following along, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you need mental rests. And I feel like it's so hard for students to figure out when to have a mental rest in a classroom because it's being taught just this boring straightforward way so true there's so many times where i've had my time wasted in classrooms yeah. so many times yeah. yeah so many times 
right. Well, this has been a lovely discussion with you. Thank you so much for coming on air with me. Um, and I love you very much. Oh, I love you too. This has been Double Dispatch, and if you'd like to discuss or ask us questions to talk about, you can email us at doubledispatchtalk at gmail.com, or you can join the Discord. Uh, there'll be a link down below in the show notes. Um, I won't have many show notes because this is a kind of impromptu thing. Sorry, it's completely not improv. completely improv. So I do not have any resources. This is just talking through our experiences. So we'd love yeah. to hear about your experiences. And um, thank you so much for joining us on Double Dispatch. It's the, it's the stop uh, button. Our first podcast together, and he farts. <laughs> I don't know how to pause it. it. He's I don't know how to use your computer. You press this button right here. I wonder if you press space, it'll stop. A battle in my soul, mortally. Ah, oh, shoot. That's gonna be really annoying. Let's pause it. Let's okay, pause it. we'll pause it.